Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of The Safe Space. Today's topic, we'll be discussing about bullying, but before we get to the topic, I'd like to ask all of y'all, how was your day? It was alright, you know. You know, I was preparing for the, my next SAT score, planning to get a fourteen hundred, so that way I can get an A in my class. It's been alright so far, but it's about to be way too stressful. No, there's sixteen hundred. My teacher told me if I get fourteen hundred, she's gonna give me an A. Basically, an A for the semester. So today was a boring day because I, I started my day bad. Tell her that Megan wanna join, so send that link to Megan. Okay, today was a bad day because I started off rough. I woke up at 8 o'clock and then I got to school at like 9.30 and I was already bored because my teacher just kept talking about his brother. So that, just, that part was annoying. And um, we barely talked a lot. He was teaching, but I, I was bored to death. Yeah. So. For me personally, like my day was like, since like it's been a while since we've been quarantined and everything for a while. I woke up today real early and I had bad habits and I woke up late and got to school pretty late because I'm I got used to like the staying remote thing and everything. So wasn't, wasn't today your guys' first day back? Yeah, it's our first day back today. So what was it like being quarantined for two weeks? I know that Marcus is supposed to be in charge of the podcast, but you know I'm so I'm playing sound engineer today, so I'm gonna let you boys uh, run it. Okay, back to the question. How was it being quarantined for two weeks? How was the experience for all of you? Well, I actually kind of hated it because for, you know, I was, bl- I'm the new commander for JRTC and I was planning to do something that Monday and then late at night when everybody was like, yeah, we're ready, we got everything. We just said, no, school will be in our home. So we had to cancel all the plan, you know, it kind of pissed me off. And, you know, and after that, when school started back, you know, the first day we started doing drill practice again. But overall, so far, it was okay at home. Alright, so, Hentoff, can you explain to, like, everyone in the podcast what is GRTC? Um, GRTC is, well, you could call it Junior Reserve after the Training Corp. And it basically teaches you about becoming, uh, to be, uh, to be a better citizen and teach you also about leadership. Uh, it's basically, it's like a, it's like a military organization where, where I said it teaches you about leadership. It helps you with your grade, your school. You know, and it also teach you about teamwork, public speaking, and it also, um, how do I say this, help you with your application for college in some way because it will take, yeah, because it will take all the things you ever done and put it in some way where you can, you know, find it. They can write you letters of your application, and they can also connect you to very powerful people, you know, that way, like, like, a, like the state governor, as a senator, you know, they can send you letters or write for you when you've done something nice with them. So yeah, it's a great organization for those who want to join. Um, GRTC also teaches you life skills such as financial, like how to budget budget money. They also teach you about financial literacy, and um, they even teach you about like medical stuff such as like how, like for, like first aid and stuff, and like that's that's pretty, that's pretty much it. You can think of. So Calvin, how was your day today? Um, my day was alright. I mean, um. I woke, I slept late today. I slept around one, one o'clock <laughs> because I was just crawling and I woke up feeling really, um, like my body was really soft and I came to school. Then there's this teacher who 
in a like college school saying that I have not been doing the work, but the thing is that like um I was just placing the class and I have sent like email to this teacher to um provide um Google Classroom code for me so that I'll be able to join and do the assignments. But she hasn't responded. And she has given me a zero for all the assignments. <laughs> I was freaking myself. So guys, we're coming off the 50th episode, and this is now our 51st episode. How are y'all feeling? Oh yeah, Kelvin, you weren't here for our 50th episode. Like, like this was like our 50th episode. Like, we did 50 episodes, Kelvin. How do you feel doing 50 episodes? I mean, like it's a it's a pretty big milestone because, <laughs> like, you know, we teenagers talking about stuff on a podcast you would think that it won't be successful but mm-hmm. but then look at where we are now so <laughs> it's pretty like a, a great thing so how y'all feeling i'm pretty motivated you know finding out that people are listening to me from almost like three to five different countries can get you hyped up and well nervous sometimes you know you gotta watch out what you say you never know pretty happy because like like I said last week we, we made it we like we hit like a milestone which is a year of the podcast and I'm happy that everyone we can share our ideas with everyone so all I have to say alright so now we're gonna move on to our topic which is bullying so I would like to know what, what are things you already know about bullying don't jump all at once <laughs> I'll go things that I know about bullying is that people often take their anger out on other people because of their because of what happens at home so if so sometimes a student have like a sometimes a student can have like oh my god I can't talk (laughs) okay if a child goes home and like their parents are always like yelling at them and stuff their parents are mean and stuff they when they go back to school sometimes they feel bad about themselves and then they put, they um take out their emotions onto other students and pick on them because they don't they don't know uh how to let their feelings out or how to let their emotions or how to control their emotions. I can't talk. It's alright. We understand what you're trying to say. Yeah. So what I know about bullying is that bullying isn't always physical. It can be mentally. Somebody can mess up, play with your mind, call your names, do all this stuff to you. Bullying cannot also happen at school, but with your families too, your you know friends and people, basically people you see every day, like a coworker or something like that. It can even happen online too, and somewhere like people can send you abusive email, call your name, try to get your stuff that you don't want to see, use something that you posted years ago against you. Yeah. Bullying, it can happen to anyone. 
bullying can happen to anyone. And also, like, people can become bullies without being aware that they're bullying someone. So, yeah. Okay. So, what I'm going to do for you guys is I'm going to read the statistics. Because um, I know how much you guys love statistics. I know, this is your favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> Alright, ready? Um, one out of every five students report being bullied. Uh, a higher percentage of male than female students report being physically bullied, so 6% versus 4%, whereas a higher percentage of female than male students report being rem- being the rumor of, of subjects of rumors of 18% versus 9%, and being excluded from activities on purpose. 41% of students reported being bullied at school indicated that they think the bullying w- would would ever happen. Other students who reported being bullied, 13% were being made fun of, called names, or insulted. 13% of the this, this subject of rumors, 5% were pushed, shoved, tripped, spit on, and 5% were excluded from activities on purpose. A slightly higher portion of female than of males reported being bullied at school. Um, let's see. Uh, 46% of bullied students reported notifying an adult at school about the incident. <clears throat> let's see. Let's see what else we got here. <coughs> Sorry, guys. I'm like just a little bit. Students who experience bullying at, are at an increased risk of depression, anxiety, and sleep difficulties, lower academic achievements, and dropping out of school. Uh, cyberbullying, students among 12 and 18 reported being bullied at school. 15% were bullied online or text. So there's a lot of different things about bullying. Um, 23% of African American students, 23% Caucasian students, and 16% of Hispanic students, 7% of Asian students reported being bullied at school. Uh, more than one third of adolescents report bullying, report bias bullying at school bullying. So, here is your favorite. That was your favorite one. <laughs> I know you guys love the statistics. So after hearing all of the statistics, oh, there's suicide. What is, oh. Because uh, we just finished suicide month. Uh, there's a strong association between bullying and suicide-related behaviors. Um, a meta-analysis found that students facing peer victimization are two times more likely to have suicide ideations, and 2.6 times more attempt suicide than students not facing bullying. All right, now I'm done. All right. So after hearing the statistics, what are your thoughts about it? And I also want to, you all to think about like, <coughs> how bullying correlates to suicide, because you know that suicide is one of is the t- top ten leading cause of death. Hmm. Let's see. So just remember, how many did you say? Uh, how many percent did you say bullying and suicide are correspond together? Um. Uh, it was two t- two point two times more likely. So two times more likely, people who are bullied will commit suicide. Yeah. Well, that's not very surprising, cause you know, when people are being bullied, it, you know, it's kind of hurt you. It kind of hurt them mentally and physically, and they don't want to tell other people, cause they don't want to seem weak. They don't want to show their soft side. So, 
you know most people who commit suicide is is to find a way to get out of their suffering so i mean i'm not surprised by the number but still i'm still i mean it's high based on me hearing like statistics and like how they are identifying all of like the percentages of different groups whether it's gender different races or ethnicity it's just really surprising how bullying can really cause an impact for a lot of people and like is is the bullying is really is a serious deal especially like during quarantine because like people can cyber bully and people a lot of people are not really have the ability to talk to someone during quarantine so i feel like bullying should be noticed more and everything um i've never understood i've never understood the concept of like cyberbullying. like i understand it but like if you're like getting bullied online like there's a lot of ways that you can like avoid it say for instance oh you're on your laptop and there's a person bullying you just close the laptop but you know some some people like they're annoying to the point where they can make a, they'll make like a different account yeah and then get you from there and then they can cyber bully you and bully you at school at the same time but like i'm talking about like cyber bullying i'm not talking about like in person bullying. yeah cyber, cyber bullying can yeah bully like you. if a person is like bothering me while i'm online like they just they just keep bothering me i'm just gonna i'm just gonna shut my laptop down and do something else like productive because if I'm just stand, like if I'm just using my laptop and I'm just reading everything they're saying I'm gonna get my feelings hurt then I'm gonna be in a bad mood because when I can when I can avoid that yeah but not everyone thinks that way yeah, yeah. I guess which is the reason why cyberbullying is a big deal because you know our social media platforms Instagram all of that you know people cyberbullied for, for yeah. different things yeah, other people get bullied on like Instagram and stuff, like on their phones. If you if you know that that's the only way that the people can access you to bully you, you you should take some time off of Instagram, like delete the, delete the app, and then come back to it when you feel as if you're ready and you feel like nobody will bully. But if you just stay on that app and read everything everyone read everything everyone is saying, you're gonna you're gonna put yourself in a bad mood, and now you're gonna be thinking about suicidal thoughts because you. You, you will start to think what they're saying is true about yourself, about you. I kind of get where you're going, but at the same time, it's like, if someone posts someone about something about a person, and you see it, and then th- the amount, like, that one post can turn to hundreds, and then it can keep increasing, because, like, it can be a really bad, depending on, like, the rumor, you know? Yeah, a rumor, yeah, that's different. But that's still cyberbullying, because it's on the internet, you know? So that's why I'm like, <laughs> I guess you could say that. But anyone, does anyone else have like different thoughts about this? I mean, any type of harassing, I mean, any type of harassing that happens on the internet is basically bullying. Maybe not Call of Duty online bullying, but you know, that's, that's something different, you know, that's for fun, but some um, people might take it yeah, seriously. So, but some people might take it seriously. Yeah, but any type of harassment that happens is bullying. Okay, er, okay. Earlier in itself, you said something about how you compare blackmail to bullying. Yeah, because you said that if something have if someone has something over you, and like they're um 
you, that's what that's basically what you said earlier. You compared black male to bullying because you was like, if someone has something over you, and they're um, forcing you to do something, or they will leak the information out. I didn't get what you meant by that. Well, it's not. Like, I mean, it, I mean, it is kind of like bullying. If somebody's blackmailing, it is sort of sort of bullying because they. How do I say? It? They're using your weak point or your weak side to take advantage of you so they can do something for themselves to make themselves feel better. So I guess you could call it bullying in a way. Because like I said, any type of harassment, harassing people or hurting people can be considered bullying. You know, it's, it's like picking on the weak. You're using people's weakness to, you know, to pick on them. Like blackmailing, it's, you know, like I have, maybe I have some secret stuff in my book bag and you're like, I'll show the whole school if you don't, if you don't do this and that. That's basically using my weak point to do something to me, so that can be considered bullying. I get what you mean by that. Okay, so we recently did a so Instagram poll about different questions about bullying, but before I show y'all the answers, I want y'all to answer these questions first. All right. Yeah. So the first question is, during this year, how many times you've been bullied? I mean, I haven't really spoken to anyone and the people I hang out with are okay and not, I mean they're good I mean not nothing really happened we were homeschooled most of the year so and we barely had any contact with anyone okay, so, so I don't never okay. no I wanna, how about you sometime I mean like a few times this year okay mm. for me it's also sometimes so on the Instagram poll it shows that six people was never bullied Two people were sometimes bullied, zero people were regularly bullied, and zero people were everyday bullied. So the next question is, can you tell us how we were you bullied? Uh, okay, I guess me and this is the only one. I'll go. So yeah. this girl, I'm running my business in class. I'm just sitting down. This girl come out of nowhere, just call me, call me names or whatever, and he was like, he was, he was annoying crap out of me, like. I don't, I don't talk to you, but she would always come. Every time she comes, she just called me a new name or whatever, and that was annoying. Pretty much. And this other kid, I'm cool with him or whatever, but every time he he walks past, he called me a name and slapped my neck. <laughs> he slapped my neck like all the time, like, yo, chill. Marcus be there. Marcus be witnessing it. Alright, so uh, for me, I was sometimes bullied when, like, me, Nelson used to play basketball. And then, yeah. <laughs> uh, I encountered a few people trying to pick a fight with me, so yeah. Okay, so. They used to commentate on your basketball skills. Yeah, and they also take a uh, Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, where do y'all think most bullying occurs? I want to say in high school. Home. I will say wherever people hang out the most, like wherever, wh whatever social place that people hang out the most. Uh, for instance, for like a kid, it might be school since this is where they might spend most of the time. For an adult, since they go to work, it might be work for most of the time. And for like people who hang out with friends or from, I don't know, parties and all things, it might happen there. It all depends on like where people are, where like, where people socialize a lot. I agree with you, Ryan, so, but for me, I want to say y'all starts at home. Like, it mostly happens at home because, like, you're home most of the time, I should say. Because you only go to school for eight hours, but then the rest of the time, you're either home, doing homework, or... And so, most most people that get bullied, they don't they might not have any activities to do after school because of the fact that they don't want to stay after school longer because they're getting bullied. So they might be go home. 
after school every day. So I wouldn't say home. My question is, what do you mean by that? Like, home because, home like, most of the time. Um, I wouldn't say home because, like, because usually a kid can feel, already feel bad about themselves, and then when they go home, their parents are negative. That sometimes their parents can have a divorce or whatever, and um, the parents are taking their anger out on the kid. Uh, another scenario is when, like, um, the kid basically gets forced to do a lot of stuff. The kid gets um, um, called names. Oh, you're, you're, I can give you a few examples I can give is, oh, you're useless, you're not doing anything, you don't, you don't amount to anything, or, or, um, this only happens, um, like, rare, this really happens, but some, sometimes a parent will say, oh, you're a waste of, a waste of sperm. Wow. Uh, I think, for me, I'll go with school at this point, because, like, even though we like been in quarantine and everything, I don't feel like a lot of people been bullied during quarantine because of the fact that like a lot of people had to deal with a lot of mental issues during quarantine. So pe- a lot of people had lack of communication and everything. And when we had school, like school is most of the, most of our day, and we, that's where we hang out most of the time. It's either with our friends. We don't. Re- in my opinion, we don't really hang out at home much because most of the things that we do is based on like around our friends and everything. So, um, I agree with you, but I agree and disagree because like during quarantine, a lot of people took their time to talk crap or to bully other kids, and then that's and then when school starts, the um, the kid the kid pops off like what happened to all that crap you were talking in during quarantine? That's why most that's why a few of these fights are starting because. People were starting trouble during quarantine, and now, now I see one person. What, what happened to all? What was like? What, what was all that stuff you were saying during quarantine? What happened? I mean, I'm here now. That's that's the only example I really have. So, so based on the social media poll, it shows that four people believe school most bullying occurs. Others believe that two believe home most bullying occurs, and lastly, two people believe cyberbullying. So, the next question is, do you think most bullies are girls? Yes or no? Mm. I mean, you can, it, it will depend on the type of person. Everyone can be a bully. <laughs> it depends on the person's background or, like, the, the way they were, like, what affects them. Like, some people are just naturally, like, this is my belief. I believe that there are some people who are just naturally evil. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> so, like... So they are there. Uh, what do you mean? Like for instance, um, when I think of naturally bad, I think of like psychopaths. So for instance, like I've been doing a lot of research into that because it fascinates me. Because and I kind of like like they are, they don't feel empathy like the thing that in our brain that makes it like you know we when you feel empathy it lights up like this doesn't so like they won't feel bad when they bully someone because like they're preying on the weak okay so, so Calvin I have a question for you do you believe that it depends on the form of bullying whether a gender is bullying more or it's just plain bullying to you it's just plain bullying like it doesn't matter it's just plain bullying because I mean I can say that some sometimes it hurts more than others because, for instance, if um 
a girl is bullying that boy, people, um, first of all, that because of the social, like the way society is, people will be like, oh, you're a boy and you're making a girl bully you. So it will make it even much more worse than what the person is receiving. You see? And you want me to like give you an example of like what I'm talking about? <laughs> so my example is, for instance, if we're doing talking about physical bullying, mm-hmm. right? Would you see, like, do you see guys fight more or girls fight more, for instance? I think they just fight mm-hmm. more. And then if you see, when you go to a social media standpoint, mm-hmm. do you see guys typing mean comments on Instagram more or females typing comments on Instagram? That's what I mean, like, different forms of bullying, how if it correlates to gender, because that's how my mindset goes. Uh, All right. When it comes to physical bullying... Like bullying when you um hurt someone or put your hands on them. Boys always have like the upper hand in that one because they always use like they're forced to um overpower the little ones or the kids that um are weird. I should say because like that's what they call that's what they um call them. They call them the weird kids and then like they always bully them. The, the kid or the quiet kid. The quiet kid could be in the corner minding their business. They'll be like, "Yo, give me your money," and then stuff like that. I only see that in movies. I don't really see that in real life but sometimes it do happen um when it comes to like cyberbullying i also got to give that to like um the boys the boys because like they always have a, a lot of time on their hands so i've seen people create fake accounts just to just to um bully other people and um because they have a lot of time on their hands i've seen other people just troll and bully people like you know when you troll and um joke around in a mean like in a mean way but sometimes it can hurt other people's feelings. When it comes to like, um, in a school environment, when it comes to like spreading rumors, I gotta hand that to the girls, because like, if they don't, if they don't like you, or they feel intimidated by you, they will spread a rumor about you, and then, uh, and then, um, but within a within two days, you would hear the you would hear the same rumor, and stuff like that. Other times, it could be your it could be your own friends, if if you happen to open up to them and they find out something that's really deep. About you, they would they would tell everybody. Then a rumor would spread and stuff okay, like so that. Milton, it depends on the type of bullying. Yes. Okay. So what's your? Oh yeah, I have one more. Oh, when it comes to um like emotional like bullying and stuff like emotional your emotions and stuff, um I gotta hand that to girls because like they're better at, I guess manipulating you and I'm taking control like of your emotions <laughs> and stuff. That is true. That is true. You are that about to true. be kicked, so my boy. Girls are better at taking advantage because like. Cause um girls can tell like I want to say girls can tell like when you I want like when you're like I okay give me one second give me one second girls <laughs> can use like your emotions to like take advantage of you that's all I'm just you saying. are not getting out of this that is true Marcus goodbye Nelson it was nice knowing you. I'm telling the truth. Okay, so do y'all think most bullies are boys? Uh, I mean, like, like it really depends on the type of bullying, like Nusson explained. Like, physical, it might be boys. Mentally, it might be girls. Uh, You know, it really depends on how you put it. Like, for instance, who do you guys think will be mostly bullied on Instagram? Girls or boys? Like, who do you think will go on Instagram and try to bully people the most? Or Facebook, or Snapchat, and all those things. It really depends on the environment and the thing. Like, we can't calculate for every bullying type thing in the world because everything is different and everyone has a you know, mindset. 
So we can't exactly say. So I would say it depends on what you're talking about, and we can basically make a generalization. Uh, Not accurate, but it's the best we can do. Do you think um, things such as, like, your age and, like, your maturity has to do with, like, someone bullying with a certain type of gender or not? Um, I mean, yes and no, because, I mean, when you're mature, you also, like, when you're growing up and mature, you have more power, basically, in intelligence, knowledge, and experience, so, if you're petty, that means that you can take advantage of the people that doesn't have those things that, you know, like, the knowledge and, you know, the experience, so you might bully them because of that, because you know, like, how to play around them, because you know about the stuff that didn't, so, I guess, sort of. different experience or like like as I said they all everybody has a different experience girls can also play a big part of it boys can also play a big part of it but it doesn't really determine everything because we don't really know because the person who does it might see the question and be like well I guess I should say this but then see the message like I'm not telling you this I'm just gonna click this one you know like yeah it's like okay so you're talking about experience yeah I agree with him because I feel like everyone who chose the they, who chose the answers on the poll um, did it off of experience. Say, for instance, if they were mostly bullied by girls, they would pick girls bully more. Or from what they've seen, they would pick girls. But if um, they saw that boys were, the, were always the bullies and stuff like that, they would pick boys. It's all about experience. And yeah. I think the media also plays a role because, if, for instance, maybe someone has been homeschooled and they don't know much about bullying and they are always watching movies. Yeah. I mean, most movies you see that the guys are the bullies. I mean, sometimes you see girls, but mostly you see guys. So they'll say, oh, maybe guys bully more than um, girls do. So you see. So the next question is, how can we stop bullying? Well, you can't actually stop bullying. Because, like, bullying is part of, hu- like, it's really part of the human mindset and everything. 
it's like a different type of moral because everybody has different moral everybody has something they consider right and wrong you know for some people you might find doing this is right and to some others it might be wrong so it's not something you can stop because that's just part of human nature you can't stop everybody from doing something bad so you can't stop bullying at all you can reduce it to a certain amount but it's not gonna be much of an amount it's, and you can't really stop it yeah I, re I agree with Anselm because like although bullying is bad it can also have like some good effects mm. on other people cause like I've seen where a person is like shy and like they let themselves get bullied they don't ever come they don't ever stick up for themselves or ever talk talk back or take control so like as soon as um they start getting bullied they're like I'm tired of this I'm tired of everyone taking advantage of me other times and then they finally stick up for them other times they get bullied to the point where they 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 end up committing suicide um but a few ways that um, I've seen that teachers can teachers that a few way a few ways that I've seen that teachers try to handle bullying is that if um you're getting bullied and you raise your hand they would often try to set you and the um person bullying you apart from each other like one of you guys would sit on the on um the far right and the other one would sit on the far left and other times it would still not work because like the student that's bullying you would just shout out mean words to you even though the teacher is telling them to be quiet and so um it, i rarely see where a, a situation where the teacher is would inform the principal about the situation so like the parents can get involved i, have, I rarely see see that um, there are some parents that really take bullying seriously. So when a when a child comes home and tells them that the parent would really come to the parent would come to school and to try to address the situation as best as they can, because it's not right. Uh, in order to stop bullying, my mind says that you should just like join the after school program because then you'll have a lot of friends and people to support you there, and you're 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 able to like share different things that you're experiencing so that if you're in trouble they got your back because what i've seen like from like a football team's perspective like they treat them they treat them like every player there as family and like if you hurt one of them you go against all of them so that's why i believe like if you join like a club or sport activity like they will really benefit you I have one thing to say. Mm. Okay. Uh, let me say something first. I understand, like, what you're saying about how some people can just, like, join a sport so they can make new friends, but sometimes the parents, parents don't even allow their child to play sports or to join any activities because of how scared they are. So if, this, if the child is already getting bullied and they're trying to make new friends and the parent won't allow them to do any type of to join any type of group or club, how do you think the, um, what do you think the child should do? That's my question to you, Marcus. Hmm? That's my question to you. Go ahead, repeat that. What, like, what can the child do if the parent don't allow the child to um, get involved in any clubs or, or sports? Usually, like, my parents, <coughs> like, if they don't allow me to do something, then I tell, I tell them to talk to someone of their standard, like an adult, because good amount of times it sucks, but our parents usually don't listen to us. They listen to adults and what they have to say. And if they look at listen to their perspective and like 
the information they're giving them and ensuring that the child's getting protected, there's a good amount of chance that that may be able to work, but there's still possibility it won't work, but there's also other methods, like, you can just, um, I'm not sure. I mean, we, you know, we can try and, you can, like, you can try and make the, um, uh, the, the parents see the positive outcome of what, um, going to a, a sports or, um, a club will be, you know, like, you can tell them that, oh, it will make me get enough friends, meaning, um, I'll have someone to back me up so that no bullying will come and bully me, then maybe the, the parents will uh, agree with you, see the positive outcome, and then make you go to the club. Okay, so now we're going to wrap up the podcast, and our last-minute thought I- question is, what can adults do better at school to reduce bullying? Counseling. <laughs> like, um, well, I basically, like, I tried to answer that one. Yeah, I like, counseling. I think that um, most bullies, be- because we were talking about the, the people who were, be- who were being bullied, but most of the time it's about um the bullies what they are facing at home as we said um, at the beginning like what they are facing um maybe in their house they they um their their family is going through something and the kid is taking out all that all that anger into like doing some um like giving that anger to someone else so um counseling can really help so that the kid can channel it to like a positive thing or maybe more um school programs because school programs do really help because if um if if like the kid doesn't have anything productive to do and it's always keeping that anger in he's just gonna explode it on someone else or she okay next person um what i believe they could do is you know keep an eye on the kids see if they have anything see see their essays See what they've been doing in class. See their movement. See if they're any different from the, how they were yesterday. See, you know, if a big major change happened. If yesterday they were happy, always always putting their hands up in class, always doing this. And the next day they come in, they don't, they don't even try to talk. They're in the backseat. See what's up, you know. Make sure that, you know, most people participate in the activities you're given. Just, just make sure you keep an eye on them and see what's going on. And when they do tell you what's going on, don't judge and just try... Just try the best to help out. Um, one thing I'm gonna say is that oh, I feel really bad. Like I feel I feel like bad for like these kids who go home they, and then they get bullied, and um they come to school because they feel like school is their sa- safe place. Then they get bullied at school again, and then now they have nowhere to go. I really feel bad for them because like they're getting bullied at, at, when they go home by their parents, and they're getting bullied by the students, and they can't really do anything. That's all. Okay, so okay, so ways that adults can prevent bullying is by in our school we have a homeroom and we can like discuss about different things or like throughout classes you meet new people throughout your class and like just do a lot of like different activities to show that. But anyway, thank you everyone for listening to the podcast. Um. Make sure to um, join us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and that's it. And you can check us out in our next week. Bye, everyone.